0: Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. So, a while back, I had the opportunity to interview Maddie Carter and Ariel out of NYC. They're crushing it out there. Again, if you like what you hear, if you like this interview, if you could leave us a review on iTunes, that would be rad and it would mean the world. Here's the interview. All right, just want to thank you guys so much for hopping on the Strange on Purpose podcast. Thank you for coming on. Oh, man, thanks for having me. Thank you. How are we doing? <laughs> What about you? I'm good, man. I just got done playing like five games of pickup basketball, so I'm dead trying to breathe right now. But I'm too well. <laughs> That's great. Y'all are in New York, right? It's, yeah,
1: yeah. it's raining here. No
0: basketball for us. <laughs> I mean, it's terrible here too. I was inside, so. Um, but sweet. Um, so I want to before we like dive in. I want to know like what got you guys here. Like how did you lead to this moment? Music wise.
1: Music-wise, oh man, so some sort of divine intervention, I think. Yeah. There, I mean, is, yeah.
2: We've we've been, I mean, we've been musicians since we were we were born. So uh, I don't know. That's a loaded question. We
1: we've, we were both on different paths, and it was like bizarre and it should never have happened that we met and. I don't know. Some stars must have been colliding in the atmosphere because it was magical.
0: How did that happen? We met at a bar. <laughs> we met at a bar. So like we've,
2: I mean, we've been playing in bands, um, and I was in this band, and uh, we were playing a show that uh, the band that she was on, um, they were also on the show. So I mean, we met then, and then we didn't get together for a couple years after that. We just started making some songs together just sort of happened, like, um, people started telling us that
0: they liked what we were making and that you know, we looked good together, so we just ran with it. How does that, uh, I feel like, like I used to be a musician as well, I was a singer-songwriter, and just trusting other people, like, to go on stage, trusting other people to, like, perform with, like, that's hard, dude. Like, how how long did that take? Or was it just kind of, like, right away?
1: I think it was pretty instant, that we were just so compatible. Yeah musically and like it's so bizarre like sometimes we'll go back and look at like footage from a day of like if we we're shooting a music video or something and our like motions are in sync and we don't plan or rehearse that it's just weird how like aligned i feel like that we are musically yeah. it pisses me off but, it's <laughs> circumstances, but musically we're on point <laughs> that's and that's what we do like like uh You know, some people are really comfortable in the studio, and some people are just comfortable writing songs, but we're most comfortable when we're on stage. Like, that's just what we were meant to
0: do. So when we both got on a stage together, it was real natural. And and, uh, we we haven't played a show in a minute, but we're about to play a bunch of shows, and I'm really, really fucking excited about it. Yeah. That's fascinating. Why would you say that is, that you two click like that?
1: I don't know. It's just, like, one of those things, like... Bigger than, bigger than you, I think. You know, if you believe in soulmate, that sort of spiritual, that there's one person that you're completely compatible with in some capacity, I think uh, he's my musical soulmate, for sure.
2: Yeah, we both, we both just love performing live. We love the... Uh, we love how it could... There's a lot of, uh, I don't know if it's very risk, like when you play live a lot can go wrong and, and something about that really turns me on i feel like it's the same for ariel where just the uh realness of it is really what attracts me to it and uh and we
0: both just get off on that that live vibe mm. talk to me about what's going through your mind when you're playing like for me like whether it was like music or I was an athlete or now like when I'm on camera or on stage, like I get in a state of flow. Um, Can you talk to me what it's like, let's say when you're writing a song or when you're in the studio versus when you're performing live together?
2: I think, uh, I mean, for me, I'm always trying to recreate uh, the feeling that I get live when I'm recording or when I'm writing a song. And that's sort of like the challenge that I get. Uh, that I give myself, I guess, you know, just that, that first time feeling, that real feeling, that raw feeling. Um, yeah.
1: Authentic and natural at the same time, trying to convey that. Um, for me, live like, I just, I mean, I bleed, I sweat, (laughs) I cry, I scream. It's like, like catharsis, kind of performing. You go through every emotion. You're like amped, the adrenaline's crazy. Um, it's just feeding off of the energy from the crowd, the, the heat on stage, like that warmth that just like engulfs you, and you just kind of are like in a in a trance in the music for that time period.
0: So That's incredible. I,
1: yeah, it's there's nothing like it. That's why like if I could live on a stage, I
0: certainly would. That's incredible, and I feel the same way, not for music anymore, but just, like, that feeling that you get when it's live and the yeah. potential to make mistakes. Like, I, I love, 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 love that. Um, what would you – can you talk to me about the aesthetic? Because I'm – again, I was a musician, and I, you guys' this aesthetic is fucking on point. Like, the hat, the like, all of it, like, absolutely on point, and that's, like – that's a big reason for my success as an entrepreneur. People think I'm weird, but I wear a big black hat, dude, and I'm totally recognizable. So, can you talk to me about where did that come from? Why do you do it, or is it just 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 you? Yeah, I feel like we would we would dress the same exact way if we weren't musicians, and
2: it's just how we're comfortable, I guess. Mm. You know, so uh, it wasn't a planned thing. I mean, it's just, it's planned as much as like. You would plan what you're gonna, what kind of shirt you're gonna wear when you wake up. You know, it's not like we set out to necessarily look this way. It just sort of happened. But uh, it's just how we're most comfortable. A lot of people s- seem to think that it's a, a gimmick of some kind, like that it's like an intentional that we don't really show who we are. Mm. But if I never met Arielle and she was in some other band, or I'm sure she'd be dressing the same way she's dressing right now. So um, same thing for myself.
1: So it is like an authentic extension of our personalities. And um, in a way, trying to put a focus on the music in a world that is so very revealing, and there's no privacy or you know anything to
0: wonder, really, no mystery. I love that, and we need more of that. We need a lot more of that. Was there ever a moment for either of you that it was like, "Damn, like, um, like I, I can do music. I, I can do this full time. This is my dream." Like, what was that moment for both of you?
1: It was really more came out of necessity because mm-hmm. we were both. I mean, any time that we tried to do something, other, you know, other than music, we were just like depressed and it's nothing that we wanted. So, it was really a necessity, like, we had to do it. But, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like, the, you know, it's that one thing that, that we do on the day that makes us feel really good, so even if we weren't able to make any money from it or anything like that, uh, we'd still be doing it. It just makes yeah. us feel good.
0: What was the first time that you made money from it?
1: We got, our, I think, our first placement, on. we got a placement on The Voice, couple of years ago that was really dope what year was
0: Later,
1: it i think that was like i want to say 2016 was I our first
0: it
1: placement on the voice on NBC, and uh that was that was
0: dope <laughs> and that thing just kind of took off after that
1: oh, that was still happening <laughs> yeah we still I mean, write we're not
2: we're not uh we're not where we want to be and of course but like yeah, that was like the first moment I guess where we realized, oh, I, we can just do this and nothing
0: else. That, that's cool. Yeah, mm. that's hard, <clears throat> man. I think a lot of people struggle with monetizing things that they love and monetizing their dreams. Um, yeah. So it's really, really cool to see you do it. How, like, what advice would you give to maybe like a musician coming up? That because it, it's a very, very crowded industry and it's hard to stand out. What advice would you give to maybe a budding musician or someone that's just getting starting out?
1: I think patience is, is the most important thing to have. Um, it's so easy to get discouraged, and it's so easy to want to quit, because there, there's so many no's and very few yeses. So I think patience and, and perseverance, but like really, and I guess probably a bit cliche, but you really just can't give up, and you have to be relentless.
2: Make sure you yeah. love what you're doing. Yeah. Like, if you're, you're making songs for a different purpose than to, like, sit back afterwards and say, oh, I think that's cool, like, I would listen to that, and you're not making music for any any real purpose in my opinion. So just make sure you love what you're making, and then everything else will sort of fall into place.
0: Dude, absolutely. I think that's that's why I'm not a musician anymore. Like I love I love music, dude. But it takes a special kind of purpose, special kind of person, man. Like I love the I love my impact that I made with music. I don't think I loved performing. Um, how did you know that? Like shit, like this, this is it. Because for me, it wasn't. wow. Uh, uh,
1: yeah. I mean, I guess that's interesting that you did weren't in on that because that's like the best part for me. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah I think for myself, for myself, it's. Uh, You know, I could make music with nobody listening to it or watching it. So I, you know, at the point in which you realize, I can just sit in this room all day and make music for myself and I'll be fine with that. Or, like, I can go on a stage and as much as I love performing to an audience and connecting with an audience, like, um, I would be fine with being on the stage with nobody around. And, And it's just the feeling of getting it out for me that is like i don't know that's what it's an expression
1: yeah and and that's where it connected for me where it's just like you know there's a a ton of other shit that i
2: like to do but like i you know this is that thing that i just need to do it
0: i love that talk to me about the sound because you've got a very very unique sound where does that come from if you're even able to answer that
2: I don't know I think it just it just sort of happened like I know that it, I'm sure a lot of people say that but uh we're influenced by so many different things and, and musically we listen to so many different styles um it just sort of happened that way you know like we, we love everything from hip-hop to soul to pop to blues to jazz to R&B like you know and all those elements one way or another find. Them find themselves uh, in our song so the sound just comes from living I guess you know being exposed to so many different things
0: you would say the same thing
1: yeah yeah I mean like he was saying like I mean like on a playlist we will have like Elvis and Biggie and The Roots and Marvin Gaye and Sam Cook. yeah
0: <laughs> that's so, awesome
1: Eclectic, but taste. then
2: we like you know we love we love hard music too. Yeah. So you know in our live show, especially there's a certain uh, aggression, but or a certain aggressiveness, I should say. But, yeah. Um, but we love like you know Black Sabbath and like uh, you know Ozzy or like something like uh, Metallica. Like we love hard music too, so it all finds its way in there
0: eventually. Who would you say is your biggest influence? That could be individually or collectively.
1: I don't know. That's, rough. that's a rough one. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what about top three? Uh, I mean, or just someone Sam that comes Cook. to mind. Elvis. Uh,
2: Mick Jagger. Uh, Sam Cooke.
0: Axl Rose. Top, you know. See, I love that because it's a lot, man, and I, I totally see that because it's such a unique sound. I love like, that it's very hard for you to say like it's it's just X or just Y. Cause you're not copying. Like <laughs> you're you. You're one thousand percent you, and I dig that. And I think it changes by the day too. You know, like, i I'm, I'm,
2: me especially. I'm I'm a different person every time I wake up. So it's, you know, by the day my influence has changed, But from the start, you know, I guess it was those those people michael jackson i think everybody's influenced by michael jackson
0: dude you guys that cover and uh, the <laughs> league that is fucking incredible dude i listened to that this morning fucking incredible <laughs> what was that at like 25k views in like an hour or, like two hours oh or something God. like
1: that yeah for some, I, we don't know we're, we're trending in india so yes awesome. <laughs> it's like a, a lot of people uh Brazil are listening to Yeah, it. people are sharing it like crazy in Brazil and India. So we really appreciate that love. And it's awesome that people are embrace. That song was super important to us. We actually, uh, we timed that release with the, the election in the fall. Mm. We really wanted to empower people to vote and use their voice, um, get the right representatives representing them to have that voice in your government. So that message of his song in the 90s just spoke to us and we thought it was super relevant and important and especially with all the other array of issues that we're facing yeah (laughs) thought that that could really
0: speak to people and we're glad that people are embracing it That's dope but you know i love that and I, i think that like goes to this next point which is like people a lot of people think that arts are relevant and music is irrelevant. You've got to like. You got to go get a job. You've got to go work for the man. Blah 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 blah. But they like, music connects people. And can you talk a little bit about um, in what ways you're able to influence people with what you're creating? That's a good point. Um, or maybe a story or a person that you remember.
2: Oh, I mean, people are uh, people reach out to us a lot on social media, just talking about how. Uh, either certain things that we say or certain things that we uh, write about in our songs, just connect with them or help them at a certain time or a certain part time in their life, which is always like a surreal, weird feeling for me. Um, I'm, ha- I'm, I'm very grateful for that connection. Uh, I never know how to like react to people when they say something like that. Man, like, this song really helped me through this, this moment in my life. as I'm happy, but it's it's a crazy feeling that you could have that kind of power to sort of uh, alter people's moods and alter their their life in a way. It's a crazy feeling. Like it's it's weird and it's really really cool.
1: Yeah. Uh it's it's dope to think about somebody on like the other side of the world with completely different experiences than you and different day to day and they're listening to your music that you've created. It's, that's I enjoy that. That's dope and fulfilling.
0: I love that. And I feel it, this I feel the same way. One of my yeah. favorite movies is um favorite movies is Remember Me if You've Seen It, um uh, with like Robert Pattinson. Um there's a quote in there that's like There will be times that you feel irrelevant there will be times that you are relevant but it's still important that you take action and like i love that because like you're always causing ripples in the universe whether you realize it or not Um, so like it's important to create it's important to put yourself out there even if you feel like you're not doing anything because you are even if you're just impacting one person and music has the potential to impact so many people so i love it yeah yeah what's next for you guys well, we are heading to the studio
1: um, actually next weekend. We're gonna, we have like eight songs on deck that we're, we're all demoed and ready to record. Um, so we'll be releasing a new single. We're doing um, a collab project with a merch company out of Boston. Um, so we'll be releasing that in April to May. And, um, and then we'll be playing live all around.
0: Doing what you love. Yeah, <laughs> Mm -hmm. dope Uh, so this show is called the strange on purpose podcast and I think you guys are literally perfect for it Uh, so can you tell me like what about you goes against the grain what about you makes you a misfit how and why are you strange on purpose man well we don't like
1: social media which I think makes us a little strange
0: (laughs) (laughs) but you use it so well (laughs) I mean it's an incredible tool
2: Uh, to to make it so where we can just make music but we're pretty private and that's pretty obvious i think when when you when you get to know us a bit but uh i don't know what makes us strange and goes again like we don't give a fuck so that makes us go against the grain um we make music for ourselves first and the audience second so i guess that makes us a little bit weird now because a lot of people now do it the opposite way in my in my opinion um
1: yeah,
2: that's
0: that's my, my answer. <laughs> I agree. I dig that, dude. I do, and I agree. It's gotta, it's gotta be for you. It's cool yeah. to do it for other people, but it's gotta be for you because if you don't love it, you're gonna quit. And again, that's why I'm not doing music, man. I love music, but I love other people doing music. You know. Um, yeah. So, where can people find you? What should they keep an eye out for? Like, what should I drive traffic to? Besides yeah. that dope ass video you bio, because that's amazing, man.
1: Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, so um, we're on Vivo, Maddie Carter, Ariel Vivo. Um, well, we're on Instagram, MCA is dead. And Twitter, MCA is dead. Um, so yeah, look us up. Hang out with us.
0: Awesome. And one last question before I let you go. Um, if you could put one thing on a, let's do it individually. If you could put one thing on a billboard, one message that you want to lead people with, what would that that message be?
1: Mine is "He who hesitates is lost."
0: You want to explain that?
1: It's like don't don't wait. You gotta make moves. Dig that. <laughs> oh man, mine's way more basic. <laughs>
2: I <Mine> just <is> love <laughs>
0: love respect dude respect a thousand percent well i appreciate both of you coming on um if there's ever anything i can do like let me know hit me up if you're ever in milwaukee i don't know why you would be but if you're ever in milwaukee <laughs> let me know um we'll make our way there for sure <laughs> we're always in new york too so we'll have to link up definitely but i appreciate Thanks you for, both. Having us. for appreciate sure it. i'll tell I'm mike sure. you said hello
1: please
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right do the rest of your day you too
1: bye-bye